Hello, my name is Steve. Thank you for being here and welcome to the Master Your Life podcast where we discuss topics that help you to take control of your life. This episode is part of my A to Zen of Life series where I discuss each letter and point in the Dalai Lama's alphabet of life. So the first one is an absolutely brilliant one and it's one that doesn't take a huge amount of imagination to get your head around. And it starts with A, obviously, avoid negative sources, people, places, and habits. So some of these can be tricky, but it doesn't take a big stretch of the imagination to get your head round. So let's start with the first one. Now, people, more like negative people, are infectious if you let them. And I have had to give up a lot of long-term friendships and relationships and connections because of their negative impacts that they have on me. And there's no point in remaining friends with these people if they don't enrich our lives or if it's just a one-sided friendship, relationship, connection, that sort of thing. I like to refer to some of these connections actually as energy vampires But in most cases, they're just fun sponges. Maybe they dominate the conversation, talk more about them. Maybe they just talk negatively and just moan a lot. You know, I'm a good ear to people, but not for my friends. If I'm out on a social occasion and I'm doing something I enjoy, I don't necessarily want to listen to somebody just moan and not listen or apply any of the feedback that I give them, and this can just go on and on and on, and you just sometimes just need to shut them up. So I would ask myself, these are my friends, so I ask myself, what part of these relationships, what part are they playing in enriching my life? Because we get into friendships for all sorts of different reasons, But surely it's because you enjoy being around them and they enrich our lives and we attempt to enrich their lives and it's in beautiful harmony. But it's when that falls out of harmony that you ask, or I ask myself, in what way is this relationship a benefit now? Is this just habit? Are we really helping each other? Do we even enjoy each other's company? And if the answer is not a lot, then maybe it's time to cut some time ties, excuse me, maybe it's time to cut ties with these individuals. And to be honest, on reflection, these individuals were just irritating. And they just annoyed me. And they dragged me down. And I didn't necessarily need to suffer the irritation in my life. So I'd cut ties. It can be a hard thing to do but the rewards are massively in favour of just making these changes. I'm not there for them. They're not here for me. I'm thinking in my head about a particular circle of negative, moany people who really didn't have a lot to moan about. And you kind of think, look, if I was in your position, I'd I'd be quite happy. As it happens, I am pretty happy. So it's not like I wished I had their lives. But I was searching for reasons why you're so negative when I speak to a lot of people 
who have the weight of the world on their shoulders and I'm listening here to you moaning about some real irrelevant things and other people and you're nagging at me I just think no I need to make a change sources of negativity are a little bit harder to identify and alter in my opinion because these sources can in some cases be connected to say a current hobby and relinquishing these sources can sometimes mean dropping the hobby as well and I'm talking about a vast so I've, again I've got a an idea in my head I'm talking about a vast but small um, community of, sp of sporting buddies, friends, associates, a community um, where at some point I actually was a person of influence and an authority and a respected member of this community. But as I say, it's a tiny community in the sense that it's not a huge amount, I'm not talking about tens of thousands of people or even hundreds and hundreds of people, but it stretches over a few neighbouring counties. So you see, it's hard to continue the social aspect of these hobbies and interests without rubbing shoulders with those that I fell out of favour with in my life. And that goes for places too, for a lot of the same reasons that I've just mentioned. And again, this can be quite hard to do um, if it's, for example, the workplace. So if you find there's a lot of negativity in the workplace and you find that that's a, a source of negativity, and you also find that there are some people there that are negatively impacting your mental health, then, of course, it can get quite tricky. Because um, we all need to have a job, of course, we need to work. Um, but if you don't have that issue and you are, you say you own your own business or you're self-employed in one form or another, it's actually remarkably easy to stay away from negative places. It really is. Once you've made that disconnection in your brain on a logical point of view, right, like, you know, okay, so... That's negative, so I'm going to maybe stay away from that place. That makes sense to me. Once you've made that disconnection in your brain, logically, it's, it's relatively straightforward. It, it, it is. It's quite straightforward. Just don't lose sight of why you did it. And don't just cut all ties with all sources, all places, all people, because then that is also a recipe for disaster I've found okay so cherry pick what is actually quite detrimental to you um, but still keep the the reason why you did it in the first place and why you disconnected from these places sources and people and then the last one is habits again is it's kind of interlinked in one form or another with avoiding the others but if your habit for example, is taking on too much responsibility or stress um, and guilt. I believe it is all about moderation. But where and how to recognize the habits 
um, and when and where they're having a detrimental effect on our lives and where we need to make changes can be tricky. And I happen to believe that guilt, for example, another example, is an important emotion to feel like all of our human emotions. You can't just cut off the emotions because then that won't make us human. But I do think guilt in some form is a useful emotion. And I'll tell you again why that's useful from my point of view. If I did something and made me feel guilty, I would reflect on that. And I'm a very reflective person. I like to understand how and why I behave and feel the way I behave and feel. So if I'm guilty about something, maybe it's an action that, that I did, I'd like to reflect on that and I'd like to understand that emotion, where that guilt came from, and it teaches me probably not to do the same thing again. You know, if I'm not learning if I'm if I'm doing the same mistake again and I'm feeling the same emotion again, like guilt for the exact I'm talking about the exact same reason. These emotions you're gonna feel in your life all the time. I'm talking about doing the exact same thing in the exact same scenario. If I don't learn, then I'm not growing. And if I'm not growing, I'm essentially dying. So um, guilt, I don't just don't hold on to the guilt is what I'm saying. So it's a human emotion. We're meant to feel these human emotions. So I happen to think that guilt and all, all these things, I'm talking about the, the habit of taking on too much responsibility and not letting that go, taking on too much stress, taking on too much guilt then it becomes more detrimental to us. And then there are the more obvious habits, maybe lying in bed in the morning past nine o'clock, I don't know, um, shouting at people, interrupting others. These can be a whole host of negative habits. See, the thing is, in my opinion, they don't just need to negatively impact on just ourselves. You could have some habits that negative negatively negatively impact on others and you kind of think well that is a negative habit it doesn't really make other people feel great when they're around me i don't want to be one of those fun sponges that people cut out because i quite like hanging around with you and being around this certain individual so you know i'm just going to trim the fat a little bit from an addiction recovery point of view these things were paramount to my success Oh my gosh, weren't they? So if I hadn't have stuck to these, I would be trying to remain clean and not giving myself the best chances and in, in, in getting clean. If I came out of rehab and went to the same people, started the same habits in the same places, that, that, that whole bucket of source of negativity would still be apparent in my life. So you cut ties. I never really enjoyed being around them anyway. The change of personality came within and it was something I wanted to do. So finding the motivation wasn't hard at all. And we can trim this throughout our lives. We can go, do you know what? Actually, I kind of like to be around you, but you're just, you're just dragging me down. I had a friend that I'd known for, crikey, 15 years. And it was just not working out for me anymore. I mean, we, we argued and we'd not talk for 
a couple of months and then we'd make up we'd shake hands and then we'd go about our business and it'd be like we'd never fell out at all and then we'd fall out again and I just wow I just I don't actually like being around you you're 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 irritating me you're dragging me down um and you don't you don't really agree with what I'm doing with my life you're not really that supportive of it you're quite condemning of my life decisions. Like, what sort of friend are you now? You're not really a friend, are you? You're just a nag. I don't need to associate with you. You're not a member of my family. That's that's the point. So I cut ties with this individual. And that goes for sources as well. I've given up hobbies. I've given up hobbies in the past because they're just massive sources of negativity and they see me as somebody that I'm perhaps trying to change as well. Because changing a personality and changing a mindset is disturbing and disrupting to other people as well. Like, who are you trying to be? This isn't this isn't you. What are you doing? Oh, I don't like the new you. Go back to how you used to be. Well, no, I'm not changing for you. I'm, I'm actually changing for me and my life and my family. I'm not making these changes for you. I'm not here for you. And if you don't like it, that's kind of your problem. So that does go for that as well. And with my change of personality, a kind of change of hobby as well. So I didn't need to knock around with these same people in the same places. And the habits can be a lot, a lot easier to identify. So smoking, I mean, there is the health implications with smoking, which is why I use maybe laying in 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 bed, because that that feeds into that whole wheel of procrastination and and then how we feel about ourselves after that. But on the surface, the first one, avoiding negative sources, people, places, and habits, is the first one in the A to Zen alphabet of of life um by the dalai lama and the first one as i say was absolutely paramount in keeping me safe I, I spent a lot of time on my own actually coming out of rehab and it was bliss i started a whole new load of positive habits i was knocking about at more positive places i was meeting new people and my life was just taking a massive, massive turn for the best. I'd bump into old old people. And they weren't necessarily addicts, just old old friends. And, and they didn't like the fact how clean and sober and straight I was and how much confidence I'd grown. Because they played a part in my life of being the person who coached me, who sort of, who sort of, I don't mean coach in, in the sense of the, uh, the the life coach sense. I mean sort of supported me, held me up. And it was just like, well, you're kind of lost now. Like, well, I, don't know where my, I don't know where my place is in your life. Well, you, you don't really have one. So we can shift the friendship if you like and we can be more friends. But you're, you don't need to be that supportive role anymore. And that can be hard for other people as well. But this is about us. They are going to be okay. You cut them from their lives. They're going to find somebody else from their lives. And if they dwell on it, then that's their problem. And that's really sad to say. But these points are about us and about how we view ourselves in the world and how we move forward with our with our lives in a more positive, constructive manner. And how we how we grow, how we evolve, self-reflection and all that good stuff.
So that is the first episode on the A to Zen podcast of the um, Dalai Lama. Live your life one day at a time and make it a masterpiece. Do stay tuned for the next episode being B. Believe in yourself. And I will see you in the next one. Take care. Bye.